Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. DG and Uncle Buck are back in the building for a first time in a long time. Uncle Buck, how was vacation? It was fun. Uh, but you can tell the weather is changing around here because it's hotter than a belly goat in a pepper patch in the studio. Yeah, I mean... It's that, a little different. Yeah, I mean, when the summer comes around, man, you know what happens. The air conditioner's got to go off and the... The studio warms up a little bit. You think it's that hot down here? It's hot. I couldn't even notice. It's probably it's probably seventy three in here right now. But by the time we get done recording, it's going to be pushing eighty. I can guarantee it. Why the sun's going down? I don't know, man. It's getting cooler outside. Well, so why does it get warmer in here? Because we don't have no airflow, and we're close together. Yeah, you think our body heat warms each other? Yeah, easy. Just looking at you warms me up. When when I saw you, when our li- eyes locked earlier tonight, that warmed me. Good. It's like a shot of whiskey. Yeah. What do they call that? A uh, Kentucky Kentucky bear hug or something. It's when you take a sip of whiskey and then it like warms up your insides, like all the way down to your stomach. Uh, I thought that was when you hugged your dad from behind naked. Maybe I'm, just, maybe <laughs> I'm thinking of testicular cancer. I don't know. How was Troy on vacation? He was something else. He's a hassle. He's a job in itself to take care of. Seems like he would be. High maintenance, for sure. And then you throw his wife and his newborn with him, and it's, it's times 10. I mean, I, by, the end of the, by the end of the trip, they were calling me Bucky the Pack Mule because I, I had to pack everything. It wasn't a vacation for myself. It was a job. It's a lot of work. How was the water? First day was cold, and then it seemed to warm up, I think. I think a couple of days before we got there, they had a storm or two roll in. But after that, I mean, it was like bath water. How was the uh, temperatures? 90s? High 70s. Really? In Florida? Every day. At the end of May, high 70s. It, huh? it wasn't bad at all, actually. It was kind of... That's below average. It's got to be. I mean, that's not the first time I've ever heard that, but yes, it is probably a, a little below average. <laughs> <laughs> you got any funny stories? Mm, I mean, not really. Just Troy and I just being each other, you know? No, no ships ran aground or anything. No, we did. We we have learned not to charter boats, a to for our personal pleasure or b for like fishing because we know we'll end up lost. The coast guard would be probably hunting us down within the first three hours, so we just avoid it. Avoid the boats. DG, how's your uh, few weeks been? Been pretty chill, man. Um, had a little bit of time off work, so I just been getting stuff done around the house, pretty much. How's the yard looking? I don't like to brag. But it looks damn good. I mean, damn good. Did you see my yard when you walked in? I did. I noticed that you had some some mud lines there. But I also know, you know, a big rain came through, what, two nights ago? Yeah. I mean, it's that water will sit in that ditch for probably the next three or four days. And if I wouldn't have mowed, my yard would have been a jungle. So I had to. I just had to go through the water. That's a sticky wicket. And I know Troy's probably pissed at me right now. I know he's not listening. He'll never hear this, but he would be pissed if he knew I had mud lines in my yard because I know I know he wouldn't do it. Yeah, but I think he would be understanding. I think he would. You know what? He's right. He's got a point. It's a jungle out there. If you get, if you got to wear your waders, you still got to get her mowed. You still got to get her okay. mowed. I feel like Troy would be the guy that would let his yard grow and then mow over it twice. Oh, for sure he would be. But you ain't him. No, you ain't him. I don't give a shit. And about you don't. My you yard don't try really. to be him. No. No. You don't try to be nothing you're not. That's one reason I love you. Okay. Hey, speaking of Troy and our vacation, on the plane, he, he was gone for a while. He went to the bathroom. I don't know. He didn't take a shit, did he? Uh, see, here's the thing. We, were, we, had a, we had a discussion before we took off, and I don't know if, A, he was in there shitting, or 
if you masturbate on a plane, is that considered to be a part of the Mile High Club? It's a fucking felony. No. No, not to That's me. That's a federal crime. It's Your ass <laughs> is going to prison for fucking five years. Well, if, you, if you're caught jerking off in the back room, when them, what do they call them, stewardess are outside? Is that what they're called? The women on board? Yeah, the flight attendants. Yeah, flight attendants. And the flight attendants, yeah. I'll tell you what. And if they find out he's jerking off in there, he's getting arrested <laughs> as soon as you guys land. I'm not shitting you. What's, you're well, going I mean, to prison. That's fine, but like, what's the name of the official? What are you actually charged with? It's got to be like indecent exposure. Yeah, it's got to be. Public elevation masturbation there it is it's like but it's, it's the mile high club man. i mean remember that story me and you talked about the southwest chicken choker he was jerking off to that chick beside him yeah, and but he that got was, arrested that was i'm talking by himself in the bathroom i you don't, don't know if he's taking a shit this guy didn't have his cock out but the <laughs> troy's in the bathroom troy's got it out <laughs> he's not doing it through his pants if he's in a bathroom there's no way i don't know but he was gone for a while did you ask him i just looked at him he kind of gave me that wink so no one knows what the wink means. I think he, I think he choked it. I just have to ask him next time he's down here. Must be hard at home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just got back from a little bit, <laughs> Troy. Oh fuck! I just got back from vacation myself, boys. Took a little trip to the Hocking Hills. Me and the old fam went down, rented a. Log cabin for about, what was it, two nights? Yeah, Friday and Saturday, came home Sunday. I've never been. This was like my first time, like actually, you know, going there and can remember. I mean, I remember going to Old Man's Cave as a kid, but man, that's beautiful down there. It is. I stayed, we stayed in a cabin, me and some other friends, probably like two, two and a half years ago. Great time. It was a great time. Now, did your cabin have a hot tub? It did. Man, that's awesome. Sitting out there when it cools off. It man. did. Yeah, that water. I think our water was like a hundred. What's the safe temperature for a hot tub? Because this temperature was like 104. 97, 98 tops. Really? Yeah. Now, that, I don't. Like I feel like hot. that's cold. No, that's perfect. You don't want it scalding. We were in one hundred four, and I had been drinking all day, and I got in there at night, and I was in there for a long time, like up to my neck, like I was sitting in it with the jets for like I don't know, had to have been 20, 30 minutes, and I. I asked everybody, my brother, his girlfriend, and my wife were in the hot tub. We were just having a few beers, and I looked at them, and I said, do you guys feel all right? And they all look at me like, yeah, why? I said, I feel like I'm about to fucking pass out. And I got woozy getting up out of there. I mean, I got lightheaded. I thought I was going down because that temperature got to me with all that alcohol in my system. Well, I think another thing is all the blood in your body, it goes to where the heat is. So you sit in there for so long, and then it's like all your blood, all your blood rushes to your extremities, your arms, and your legs, and your core, because that's what's down in the water. So then, when you stand up, you don't have any blood in your head. Yeah, that's how that's how it feels for me. It well, makes sense. Is it true or is it a myth that the hotter the water is, the less alcohol you need to consume to get drunk? I f- I don't know if that's true, but I know I I feel drunker when I'm in yeah in a hot tub. I felt just wasted, and I wasn't. But, I mean, it makes sense, though. Like, if you go to a hotel and you go into the indoor pool in the hot tub area, it says, do not enter the hot tub if you've been consuming alcohol. Yeah. It's everywhere. The signs are everywhere. Good point. Yeah. And it also says, don't stay in it, like, any longer than 10 to 15 minutes at a time, which I broke both the fucking rules. Yeah. I mean, you got to think of yourself like a a turkey that you're boiling in some water, man. You don't want to leave it in there forever. Your blood's just, I mean, you're going to boil from the inside out. That's a good point. Now, would you I rather? Knew, I knew a guy that happened to. He stayed in a hot tub too long, and his and his insides literally boiled, and it came 
out of his ears in liquid form. His guts did. <laughs> so anyway, you remember like when I was on this trip, I texted the podcast group and I said, boy, do I have a story for you guys? This, this past weekend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the woods. In the cabin. We're at the cabin. All right. And we're, this is Saturday morning. I almost passed out Friday night in the hot tub. Saturday morning, woke up and my mom and dad were there with their dog, Barney. And they said, hey, can you watch the dog? Me and Monk are going to go to a trail and walk a little bit. I said, sure. Get on out of here. I'll get out of bed. I'll watch the dog. We'll go out on the porch. So they take off. Now, keep in mind, this is about 8 a.m., all right? They said, we'll be back by 10 so you guys can go walk in the, in the woods and, you know, look at all the waterfalls and stuff. I said, great. We'll be here. They take off. You know, we cook breakfast. We get We, we start getting ready. Like, it's, it's about 10 o'clock. Okay, they're not back yet. 10.30 hits, not back yet. 11 hits, not back yet. 11.30 hits, not back yet. Noon hits. And at that time, we're all outside about 10, from 10 to noon, just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, they're, they're never, ever late. Like, they would be here. Something, something's going on. But you know, in the Hawking Hills, you don't have service. No way, to get, no, no way to get in touch with them. No, I mean, no way. I mean, we called them, we texted them. The calls went straight to voicemail. The texts were green. Like, you knew they weren't getting them. So we're like, God ah, dang. About 1230 comes around. We get a text. It, it comes through. And it was from like an hour and a half ago because it just came. It finally sent for them. And it says, hey, boys, me and Monk are lost. We've already walked seven miles. We can't find our way out. And they didn't, you didn't get the text till an you, hour. So Yeah, it was late because they couldn't find service. And finally, once the phone hit service, it sent. And it was like, for, we got it at like 1230. It was like from 11. What did Monk do? <laughs> I don't mean, just imagine it, dude. Imagine Monk out in the freaking woods. It's fucking Chuck Taylor. Chuck going. Taylor's shorts and a Lakers hat on top of his bald ass head just stuck in the Hawking Hills. Don't know how to get out. Oh, I bet he was mad as a motherfucker. So yeah. 1230 hits and then my brother, he starts going crazy. And he's like, seriously? Seriously? You're going to sit there and drink when you know your parents are out in the woods lost? Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> And I, I lost it, man. I put my shirt up over my nose. I'm like, dude, calm the fuck down. Think about it. Think about it. Old Man's Cave. How many trails are there? But on a Saturday and it's 75 degrees outside, how crowded do you think those trails are? I tried to explain it to him. Like, they're not by themselves. They're not idiots. They're going to follow the signs. They're going to follow the trails. They're not going to go off on a little wonder mission up a hill. You know, they're not going to get lost. I said, you're acting like a big ass fucking baby right now. Relax a little bit. There's people around them. They can get out. All you got to do is follow the trail. And he's like, I just can't believe you. It's like he turned into a freaking dad all of a sudden. What was he, going, what was he planning on doing? He, he got his freaking hiking shoes on. He was going to the truck. He said, I'm going to go find him. Yeah, and then he would have ended up lost. He grabbed a backpack and started throwing water bottles in it. He put some snacks in it, like uh, beef jerky, Slim Jims, everything. And he was getting ready to go on a rescue mission. A he, goes, he goes, you coming with me? I said, fuck no, I ain't going with you. I said, what? what's it going to do for me and you to go up there? There's a hundred trails. We have no idea which one they're on. We're going to start handing out missing flyers. They've been gone for two hours. Would you fucking relax? They're not in danger. I mean, there's fucking hundreds of people around. It's, it's the middle of the day. It's not going to get dark no, soon. No, it's not like, yeah, it's not like it's yeah. 7 p.m. at night. It's 11 a.m. on a Saturday. The trails are packed. There's hundreds of people. So he takes off in his truck. Him and his girlfriend take off in the truck. So we're going to find them. We're going to try to find their car, and we're going to try to find the right path, and we're going to find them. We're going to bring them home. And I'm not even shitting you. 
I'm not even shitting you. As soon as they pulled out the driveway, got on the highway or the, you know, the main road to go towards Old Man's Cave. I mean, it's like two miles away. My dad calls me. He goes, hey, I know your mom said we were lost. We're not lost. We just walked too far and we can't make it back. We've walked seven miles. We didn't realize how far we walked and there's no way in hell I'm turning around and walking back seven miles. So get your ass here and pick me up. He goes, I'm in the wrong parking lot. We finally got to the end of a trail. It led to a totally different parking lot. I'm here. Get your ass down here and pick me up. But when they got back, I asked Monk, I said, what the hell happened? You were lost for that long? He goes, we were never lost. He got real pissed. You know, the veins started to come out of his head. Yes. We never got, we never got lost. We took a trail. It was too long. Dad said he was hopping over drop, uh, drop trees, going up and down ravines. He said, I can't even walk. I mean, now the guy's got three hip replacements. Yeah. His knees are damn near blown out too. Right. He needs he needs them replaced. And he's walking seven miles on a you know a dangerous tough terrain. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, Well, there's people around. He goes, There was people everywhere, Clay. We were never lost. <laughs> That's something I feel like my parents would do. Like they just they just took the wrong trail and they walked so far and they just couldn't make it back. Like what made them go seven miles? I'm not, that's just the trail to the- They had to see that damn water. They parked at the wrong parking lot's what it was. Okay. If you would have parked at the one they came out, it was right there. I guess they just can't read a map. I don't know. Yeah, those maps are hard, man. You gotta, I, I know. Tough. You gotta go to college for that shit to be able to read one of those. I was just hiking a couple weeks ago and got lost like three different, I was by myself, got lost like three different times, ended up on different trail three different times. Those things are hard to read. No, I do like when they mark like trees. Yeah, like, that, during the hike. But what, what you gets you though is like you, you. Okay, I'm on the blue trail, and then you get to a little. There's a there's a fork. You either go this way or that way, and then you walk. You say you go to the left, and then you walk. You know, a hundred yards up there, and you see a black black paint on a tree. You've, you've changed trails. But then you look past it, and a hundred hundred feet past that, there's blue on a tree. So it's like, well, am I on the black trail or the blue trail? Where the hell am I? I'm like damn Magellan now here. Somebody get me a roadmap. That's I have why I no don't idea hike. where I'm at. That's why I don't hike. That's why you don't hike. I don't get into that shit. I've seen pictures of you and your brother and Monk around the grill. Propane? Yep. Propane. What'd Monk think of that? Ribeyes. Didn't get close. Scared to death. Kept, Couldn't kept his it. distance. Yep. That's what I figured. Yeah. He had a middle light. I get dude, he was at least twenty feet away from the grill at all times. <laughs> he made us shut the lid when he walked by. <laughs> I'm not shitting you, dude. Unreal. <laughs> Cook some ribeyes, some burgers, some brats. DG's about to lose it. Uh, but yeah, man, like I said, overall, it was a great time. Buck, you texted the group this week also and said you had a story for us. What is it? Uh, on the way home from work. And it must have been, Frankfurt got a lot of rain Monday night. Had to be a shit ton of rain. Monday or Tuesday. Was that the night it stormed real bad? Where, when was all the tornadoes? That was Wednesday night. That was Wednesday night. Okay. This was a couple nights before, but you know, you passed the road. IGA. Yeah, Local. I know the IGA okay. road. And you know how that road holds water. So I'm driving home. The back windows are down. The dog's in the back of the truck. And in, the, in my eyes, you know those little green figured dudes that are like standing there that says like, slow down, kids that play? They put them at like the end of the- Crosswalks and shit. Yeah, got you. Isn't it like a little turtle? Yeah, it's a turtle with it, a red cap on. It might be a turtle with a red cap on. All I see is I, I drive past it, spray it, right? My dog in the backseat starts barking. Well, she only barks at people. I look in the rearview mirror and I see a set of hands go up. It was a person. I car washed a person. Okay. So you see this on like YouTube and shit. People do it as pranks. I didn't mean to do it. Well, I know. But 
basically you're just driving through a big ass puddle and there's someone on the sidewalk and you splash them. My guess was there's more to it, but my guess was the person that I sprayed was trying to get the drains unclogged, like yeah. working on them yeah. because it was going up into the yard and he just happened to be in the wrong spot at the right, wrong time. But the kicker is the next day I'd forgotten about it and I took the same path to work as when I came home and this motherfucker is out in the front yard mowing, Clay. And this is a 100% true story. I car washed a little person. It was a little person. You son of a bitch. I had sprayed and tsunamied a little man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, at first I didn't. I saw the, the person and thought it was a kid or some shit. And then... It didn't click on me until I'd already passed him the next day. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm on, I'm riding shotgun on the bus to hell now. You're well on your way. Yeah. Well, you did. You didn't mean to, right? I didn't mean to at all. Maybe when you seen him mowing, you should have pulled in and said, hey, you know what? Yesterday was a mistake. I didn't really see you. You should have. I'm sorry. That would have <laughs> made that guy's year. I mean, you know what? Since it was, it didn't happen in Frankfurt. If they do know the guy, just tell him that Uncle Buck would like to apologize for spraying him in the face. I think, his, I mean. With his truck, and I owe him a tall boy. No, you owe him a, a case, I think, at least. I agree with the 30-pack. <laughs> the best friends pack. Seen that. The BFF pack. You could drop it off to that guy and say, hey, look here. This is a BFF pack. Me and you will be best friends forever from here on out, and you can have the bush light. I'll take the natty from the bottom. And that's that. Okay. I just want to say I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. It's an accident. But yeah. it's never going to happen again. But I'm kind of glad it did happen. Because I'll never, I mean, it'll, I'll, I'll be telling people that until I die. I don't know if that's that good of a story to tell for the rest I, of your life. How often do you get to do that, though? I don't know, Buck. Have you seen, you know, I, it might be TikTok, I'm not sure, but. It might, I don't even think it's like a series of TikToks. It's just one single one, but it's gotten millions of hits. And it's where these three dudes are younger guys, maybe late teens, early 20s, and they got like rain jackets and ponchos on, and they're just out sitting on this bench, like off to the side of the road, and there's this huge, it's raining, and there's this huge puddle, and they just sit there, and like they're, they're holding a sign that says, splash us. <laughs> just taking it. And they're just taking it all day. Every, I mean, That know, would be fun to do. That, I mean, my sister showed me that and was like, this is you guys. This I is, say we this do is it. something you guys would do. I say we do it. That's a that's a brilliant idea. Just I, that'd be the whole so thing. much fun, man. Yeah. Maybe sit there and, you know, cover your beer every time a car comes. And just, yeah. just have just a take few, couple cold ones. It's a fucking face full of water. Oh, I love it. <laughs> no, but speaking of the BFF pack, I seen it on Twitter. I think DG sent it to me and several other people sent it to me as well. Is this like a promo? They're thinking about doing it, DG? What is it? So I I didn't look too far into it. I saw it and was like, oh, shit, this is a thing. Because, you know, the box in the picture looks legit. Yeah. For those that might not know, it looks like Bush Light and Natural Light are going to team up and they're going to make a joint 30-pack. In other words, you have a 30-pack with 15 Bush Lights and 15 Natty Lights, and they're calling this the BFF pack. Yep. And uh, Bush Light put it out on their Twitter maybe a couple days ago and said – they tweeted a picture of it, and then they said, are y'all really into this? And it blew up. Yeah. Retweets, likes. I mean, it was all over the place. I think I think it'd be a big hit. I think it would be, too. I just think for any any group of friends that's, you know, like 
four to four to twelve deep, you're going to have roughly half to like Bush Light and half to like Natty. I just think you know that's just like the normal bell curve of drinkers. That's just how it falls. It seems to me like I think they could make a shit ton of money. Three months, three months out of the year, you just run it for the summer months. Yeah, that's yeah. it. The BFF pack. It, see how it goes. I think, it, I think it would blow up. I do, too. I think they should definitely do it. And yeah. I don't mind natural light. So maybe like on a Friday, you could drink the Bush Light. Saturday, you come back with the Natty Light. Best of both worlds. And you get them cheaper because they're together. A 30-pack's way cheaper than two twelves. I agree. So, I mean, do it. If you could put two beers together to make your own 30-pack, what would it be? It would be Bush and Bud. Bush the, and Bud for Light, the perfect for sure. case. Bush oh, yeah. Light and Bud Light? Oh, yeah. What about you? I'm going to go Mick Ultra and Bud Light. What about you? I don't know. You drink a little bit of everything. I do, and I like to mix it up. Right now, I'll probably do uh, half Killian's Irish Red. The fuck? And half, um, probably just half like uh, Yingling. That's a weird 30, man. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm I'm drinking these days. What are you drinking tonight? Well, it, it kind of depends. Um, I brought some extras. If you guys were interested in participating in some extras with me, we could do that. Okay. I started out with a little bit of bourbon. I think I might switch over to a, a beer, though, after this. Okay. All right. Boys, you probably noticed that I haven't been drinking a whole lot. Usually at this point in time in the podcast, I've already had a six-pack or whatever. Oh, yeah. Taking it easy. Just decided to make some better life choices? No, I got a big weekend. Oh, so there's a reason. I'm playing in the Gus Macker for the first time in probably at least 10 years. And I don't know if it's a good decision or a bad decision. When you when you texted me that, my eyebrows kind of raised a little bit. Yeah. I haven't played since I've been like 21 years old. And I mean, I'm I'm going on 32 here in July. So almost 11 years. It's I don't I just don't know how it's going to go. I mean, I've been playing a lot of ball lately. I mean, I was playing in the YMCA league and I've been going to our local high school open gyms twice a week. I mean, I'm in basketball shape. I'm ready to go. The thing I'm worried about are these knees and this back on that concrete. You're worried your body's going to fail you. That's what I'm saying. That concrete will tear you up, man. That concrete will tear you up, and it's no secret to anybody that knows Gus Macker's a little more phys- physical than your average basketball. And it's different. Well, you're playing in a climate, you know, in a gym. That's yes. another good point. Yeah. Like yeah. You're, you got playing that. In, you're playing in the sun for Macker. Yeah, you got that sun. You got the heat off the blacktop. Yeah. I mean, it's a different element. Our team's pretty good. So, Are you top men? Yeah. So you don't have concrete then. You're on a like I mean, a we're court. on, but still, I mean, you're still on concrete. I mean, all it is is a little bit of tile, like triple crown tile, that red and blue shit. I mean, it's, it's there's not much there. What's your competition look like? Do you know? I really, I really have no idea. With it being played in Waverly, is Jake the Snake on your squad? Jake the Snake is on my team. Oh boy, Jake the Snake, big listener of ours. He's he's the one who asked me to play. A few of his guys couldn't make it. I said, sure, I'll come down. And here we go. Well, would you like us to come watch and then during halftime and shit, we can just rub your legs down with like Bengay and Biofreeze? Dude. Put no, some ice packs on that not shit? Sh- not shitting you at all. Wednesday night, I went to the dollar store and I said, I know how I'm going to feel after one or two games. And there's a chance we're going to have to play four games on Saturday. So I went to the dollar store and I bought them out of Icy Hot and knee patches and the back patches. Like they got this, these cool ass knee patches now that just fit perfectly around your knees. With icy hot inside of them, I bought bought them out of them, and then I bought the big ass patches for your back. You should think about. I'm being serious. You should think about an ice bath tomorrow night. You know what? I've thought about it, DG. I really did think about it, but 
I don't have an ice maker, so maybe just buy a large bag from the gas station before I come home. A couple large bags and some cold water is all you need. You ever do ice baths? I've never done an ice bath where I'd sat in it. I've had ice water dumped over me several times throughout my life, and I've iced a lot of things like ankles, knees, whatever. But no, I've never actually sat in an ice. I bath. haven't either, but I've I do remember setting my ankles in ice buckets, and that was hard enough. I can't imagine Painful. my whole body. It, can't it imagine hurts. my whole body in there. That process where you're it basically if you freeze it, you freeze your body part. It it. It gets pretty painful. Well, they say like five to ten minutes. Yeah, I think what I always heard was twenty on, twenty off, twenty on, twenty. Not off. in a tub. No, not in the tub. I don't know about a tub. I I don't know. You sit in there for what'd you say? Five to ten. I was saying fifteen, twenty. Fuck. Yeah, that's a long time. Buck, you played football. You ever do ice bath? No. My my closest thing I do is every every time I take a shower, like I take pretty hot showers, but at the end of it to get. I've heard it gets your metabolism going and to speed you up, like it wakes you up. So I'll flip that bitch on as cold as it gets and just lay underneath the shower head for about five or ten, like, solid seconds, as cold as it can, just to get me going. Shock you. Yes. I like to do that after I get done mowing. See, DG, a few episodes ago, you said uh, when it's hot outside in the summer, you don't like it because you're constantly sweating even when you come in and you take a shower and you start sweating again. Do you ever shock yourself? Like shock your body with freezing ass cold water to no. maybe get rid of that feeling that you need to sweat some more. The I never only, even thought about doing that for you. I used that a couple times, but it never really worked for me. Okay. Plus, I couldn't stand how cold the water was. I'll be honest. I mean, you got to grit your teeth and bite your lip and it deal helps, with it man. for a couple seconds, especially when you're hot and you it, do I mean, that. It definitely drops your body temperature. Yeah. It definitely helps that, but. I'm just not man enough to stand under there. It feels like needles. See, I didn't jock myself the other night when I was mowing. I was sweating. Came in, showered, instant sweat. I thought I thought of you. Your face popped right in my head when I was naked looking in the mirror. I said, DG, God, I'm sweating, Thank man. you for thinking of me when yeah. you're naked. That no makes shit. me feel good. DG, tell us about the appliance in your household that you love. Shout out to my microwave. He hasn't been my microwave for that long, maybe a year and a half. And I didn't, you know, before I we moved into this rental house, I didn't really know this microwave at all. But over the past 18 months, you know, me and this microwave, we've kind of grown close. Um, he's an outdated model. You take a first glance, this this cat looks like he came out in maybe, the, you know, the 80s, mid-80s, early 80s, 85 maybe. He's got some age to him. So, you know, we're pushing 35 years, 40 years in uh, in microwave years. That's like 85. So this dude, he, he's seen some shit, and he's, you know, he's he's been through the Cold War. He's been through all three Rambo movies. You know what I'm saying? He's seen some shit. And uh, nowadays, when we use them, if you're reheating anything for longer than two minutes, the light starts flickering, you hear a bunch of popping, it looks like something's going to catch on fire. And my wife always freaks out about it. But the first time it happened, I didn't notice. And, you know, I popped my my uh, frozen dinner in for for 3:30 it came out and was fine heated it just fine but anytime you heat something in there for longer than 2 minutes it's going to it's going to you know it's going to throw some some sparks at you it's going to give you kind of a show in there but for its faults it does a hell of a job you know if my microwave was a guy a person it would be that guy who you know, he's a he's a veteran of a foreign war. 
Everybody around town knows him. He takes good care of his yard. He takes care of his, his things. He's out there. He washes his car by hand still to this day. He's got that factory job, and he had that that good marriage and that, that family that everybody in the neighborhood looked up to, except his wife cheated on him with his best friend <laughs> back when they were 30 because she said that he was too nice. And so they got a divorce, and she took all of his retirement, all of his life savings in the divorce, and now he just lives by himself, and he doesn't have any retirement, so he's still got to go to work. Day in, day out, he's still got to show up for work at that factory job. He shows up on time. He never calls in. He keeps his head down. He gets his stuff done. His coworkers love him. If my microwave was a, a man, that's the man my microwave would be. Little backstory for you guys. I was sitting down here in the studio the other night, actually working on the podcast stuff, and I got a random text from DG, and it says, hey, man, I got a question for you. I said, yep, shoot. He said, do you feel you know, emotionally attached to any home appliance in your house? And I said, ah, man, to tell you the truth, no, not really. I said, are you attached to one? And he sent me a picture of this microwave. And I tell you what, Buck, the first thing that came to mind is, how the fuck is that thing still working? I told him, I said, you know what, DG, that looks like an 85 Kenmore 1200-watt microwave. And that's exactly what it was. I mean, it was old school. And you know, all the old ones were black. They didn't have the stainless steel. They were all black. And the buttons on this motherfucker, there has to be at least 30 buttons on it. At least 30. Looks like a fucking calculator. Look at it. <laughs> I mean, that looks like... I, I grew when I was born, that's the microwave we had in my house in Clarksburg. That was it. Had to have been. That looks like the most popular model in nineteen eighty five. The Kenmore twelve hundred watt. This was cutting edge in eighty five. Read off read off some of them buttons. Why are those buttons needed? What do they say on it? I don't know. I mean, you got your time. Yeah. And that's right. all you need. That's all you need. But here's the here's the another cool thing about my microwave. If you don't hit the time, if you don't hit the time button, Let's say you want to pop your stuff in for a minute 30, 130, and hit start. If you didn't hit the time button first, it's going to run for 130 seconds because it doesn't read it in minutes and seconds. It just read it, reads it in straight seconds. Unless you tell it time, hey, this is the time I want, it's just going to run it straight through. But just, then at the bottom, this thing, it's got, it's got a beef button, a, a casserole button, a veal button, roast, saute, Whole poultry, well done lamb. These are these are just the quick keys. Well, I know you want to you want to. So here's a, my you thing. Want to do a whole lamb in here? Here's my thing. You just hit the whole lamb button. Yeah, you're, you're going to trust your 85 Kenmore 1200 watt microwave to cook you fucking pork chops. There was a turkey button on there. You going to trust the old Kenmore to get your Thanksgiving Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner done? Hell no, dude. My answer is yes. Do you ever have you ever press one of the presets? No, never. Okay. So that brought up my point. I said, DG, and you, he told me the whole story of these texts, you know, about the factory worker getting cheated on, whatever. And at the end, I just, I, all, I, all I could say was, aren't you scared that your house is going to fucking burn down? Just go to Walmart and buy you a new microwave. What'd you say? I don't remember what did I say. You said one, once it goes, we'll give him a ceremony, and, oh, then, uh, yeah, and said, then we'll go get a new one. I said, no, I'm, I'm riding with yep. it until it quits on me. And when it does quit on me, because that day's coming, when that day comes, we're going to give him a hero's farewell. What does he make best for you? 
I like hot leftovers, unlike my man Rolski over here. And okay. so any any kind of leftover, if I heat any kind of leftover up, he, he's going to do it. In two minutes, he I, might I feel even like throw, that's good. He might, at this point, he might even throw a couple extra seconds on there because he knows just how I like it. Now, do you think he wants to work for you? He enjoys I think heating your food up? I don't know if he likes me, but I think he respects me. And he, and he knows that I mean him no harm. You said you wanted to burn it. I wanted to cremate it. Yeah, sorry. You didn't want to burn it. You wanted to cremate it. I want to give him a cremation. You didn't want to bury it. I think burying it's the easy way. I want to be able to put him to rest where he wanted to be put to rest. You know, I want to be able to spread his ashes. Where are you going to spread the ashes? There's a Kenmore factory in Edison, New Jersey. I was thinking about just going back to to where it all started. Taking him home. Yeah. And I said, you know what, DG? Did you look it up? I told him to look up Tannerite Explosions. I know Tannerite. On YouTube. You, you texted me that, and I, yeah, I know where he's going with this. He wants me to just blow this thing to high hell. I that, mean, he's a war vet. Sometimes they take the war vets take their ashes and they shoot them out of a cannon. So I'm thinking, you talked about him. He's a veteran. I feel like that's more buck style than mine. Now, if I were to do it, I'd put him in like a, a firework cannon, like Clay's talking about, shoot him up in the sky with a nice bright firework. Okay. Send him off that way. July 4th coming up. up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> July 4th coming up. It could be the ultimate send-off. He's a veteran. That's true, Clay, but you're talking about him like he's already dead. He's still alive. <laughs> Fuck, let's take him out. No. <laughs> God willing, he'll be around in July 4th, 2023. Have you ever thought maybe he acts up when you use the oven more than him? Yeah, no. Does he make a noise at you? No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't care. Him, like, the oven's his best friend. You think they talk at night? They've been side by side for years and years. I mean, the oven's just as old as the the microwave is. Shit. Yeah. So, anyway, we got this uh, text thread. Me, Troy, DG, Uncle Buck, Corey the K, the pod. And usually on Fridays, we spark up some, you know, weird conversations. And uh, somehow, some way, out of nowhere, Troy came out of left field, and he never texts in the group, by the way. He never texts back. I mean, it's maybe once all day Troy will say something. And then out of nowhere, he comes in and says, Hey, boys, we need to buy us a food truck. That could be our side hustle. And I said, Well, Troy, you know, I had that wrote down because I was thinking about it earlier that week. I had it wrote down for the podcast. I thought about starting my own food truck before Troy even said that. But he said it, so it makes it even better if we could get a couple guys in on it, split the cost. And you two were interested. Am I wrong? I already said I was in. We've discussed this before. Really? Buck and I have. Off the pod? Yeah, just in passing. I've been kind of like I always told you, hey, you need to start your own podcast. I've always told Buck, hey, man, you need to start your own food truck. So when Troy brought this up, and I think we might have even talked to Troy about it before too, you know, he's got that finance background. He kind of run the run the numbers for us. Yeah. But how much fun would that be? It would be a blast. And I think everybody's got their own their job in this. I think now, hear me out. Let's not talk about what we want on our food truck yet. Let's just go over the basics. Like you said, Troy's gonna be our finance guy. We making money, we losing money. What what do we need to change here? DG, what do you think about being the manager of inventory control? I think that sounds like something I'd be, I'd really enjoy. I think so too. Yeah. If we need ketchup on the truck, 
You get us ketchup. Well, we, we need mustard. You make sure we have it already. I yeah. You watch the levels of everything. If we need ketchup, I need I need fired. Yeah. Because that's my that's on me. That's yeah, on you. Yeah. And the lettuce, the beef, or whatever we do, the meat, that's all on you. You make sure it's on the truck. Buck, you're the head cook. You're the chef. El jefe. I'm the driver. I drive that bitch. And I'm your assistant cook. I take the orders. You're I'll my, take the you're orders. Sue chef. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the orders. And if you need help, I'll come over and I'll flip some shit. I'll flip a pizza. Whatever we make, I can do that. I can help you out. I'll run the window and drive the truck. You cook the fucking food. You need to be up front, dude, for real. You need to work that window. I'm working the window for sure. Yeah. For fucking sure. That's my job. And I love driving trucks, man. I used to drive the FedEx, the big-ass 28-footer. Stick shift. I can drive a big truck. Yeah, no but problem. This is, this is probably going to be a trailer we talked about. Fifth wheel. Fifth wheel. Uh, okay. Fifth, we, fifth wheel. If we, go, if we go the trailer route, I'm, I could still do it. <laughs> but I'm going to have to get better at backing it up. All right, I'm no gonna have to backing it up. Just pull up in a parking yeah, spot. Yeah, sometimes man, right on the side of the road. Yeah, well, sometimes that don't work out the way you want it to. Well, if it doesn't work out for you, we just move on to the next town. So the one thing, the one thing about Troy's text, and we all started asking questions. The fucker never replied. I asked him, Troy, what do you what do you what do you want to serve out of the truck? Troy, where do you think we should go? What do you think the name should be? He never fucking texted back. You know what? I he think just he forgot does. about it. I think when he when he replies, he goes to that thread and deletes it. So he forgets everything that everybody's ever said. Why does he delete it? Just because he's stupid. Oh, you mean every time a new message comes in, he just deletes He'll the read whole it. conversation? Yeah. Uh, like, you know how you can go through your recent messages and delete whatever message you have on at that time with an iPhone? I thought you meant he deletes some of the texts that he sends no, off of his own phone. Instead of just leaving the conversation. Yeah. You get rid of shit that you texted because you don't want your wife to see? Or because it's fucking stupid? <laughs> like, I can't believe I just texted that. I sound like an idiot. Yeah, but everybody else will still see it. Yeah, but it's it's better in my mind because, because I can't see it. Okay, got so it. So I act it like it didn't happen. you feel better about yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So I told you guys to save all your ideas for tonight so we can talk about it here. I told you I already had mine, and DG said I got mine as well. Buck, did you have any ideas what you want to serve out of your truck? Listen, Claybird, I could think about this all night and never get settled in on one thing that I would want to do with it because the possibilities in my eyes are endless. Okay, so what do you think you would feel most comfortable cooking? Listen. Out I, of a food truck, so it's got to be quick. You can't have people waiting. I mean, you can't make a significant ribeye steak out of a food truck or right. say crab cakes, kind of fancy up in scale type shit. My thing is going to be... What's the easiest thing we can do to make the most profit off of? And in my eyes, you're going to think I'm dumb. The baked potato. Loaded. You give these people the option to put everything on this bitch that you want. Stuff you would never even think to put baked on. Baked potato one. and sweet potatoes. Okay? Cheap. The shit that you can throw on it. Jalapeno, bacon bits, sour cream, the normal shit. But then you let them extend their imagination on whatever else they want to put on it. Give me some examples. And you serve them, okay, so you have chili sauce, right? Cheddar. Maybe throw in some coleslaw or some pulled pork on a baked potato with some slaw. You Banana just, peppers, pickles. Anything you want. Anything. A Reuben sandwich you can make into a baked potato. Peanut Sauerkraut, corned beef. Peanut butter and jelly. On the, sure. uh, on the sweet potato, why not? A little bit of honey drizzled over the top. How about like a s'more in a sweet potato? Exactly. Could do it. A little marshmallow action. So you, that could be our... Uh, our special item. But that's the thing now. Like I would just do the baked potato and the sweet potato. Maybe like 
a fried cheese or fried pickles or some shit. Easy. The stuff that you can buy produce and a lot and not pay a lot for it, but charge $5 for a, a, a baked potato and make the most profit off of it. Okay. Give them the best, most perfect experience that they have ever had eating a baked potato to where they're like, fuck, this is the best thing I've put in my mouth. Well, my question to you, I think it's a good idea, but I, I think it's fairly easy to bake a potato. I think you got more skills than that you can showcase. That's my only thing. This is just to get started. I man. say, th- I think he, I think we're on the right track here because every food truck's got their special item, that one item that they're known for. And that could be it for him. That could be, but he, who's saying that he's not going to serve a fried bologna sandwich off his truck as well? You know what I mean? But that's going to be his go to. When you hear of Uncle Buck's food truck, that's the guy with the fucking loaded baked potato. He's going to have other things on the truck. It's just not um, a baked potato truck. I can dig that. Could you could you imagine eating like a pepperoni pizza on a baked potato? That's what I, I was just like. You, you, were, you were talking about up. all the toppings of a baked potato. You could potato. do whatever. It's it's anything it's you can put on a pizza. Exactly. Let me and throw, then some. Throw your ass a buffalo chicken tender in the middle of that in that with a little bit of ranch over top and butter on the potato. Now you got yourself no, a dude. buffalo baked potato. Listen, you hit it. You know how our boy right here loves buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. So we make some homemade buffalo chicken dip. Throw it on top. Spice that up with some chives, and then to top it off, you throw a big-ass chicken wing on the top of that bitch. Bam! How about that? Fucking that gold. you're right in the mouth. And you know what? Now we've... And then you drizzle with ranch, you know how You know about like all the hot dog shops around the world, and they, they have 20 different dogs on their menu. We could have 20 different style baked potatoes. I wouldn't even put a number on the styles. Make your own. Make your own. Just... We we t- we don't call this we call this guy like a we we do kind of a play on words with potato and bartender and he's basically just like the bartender like guy walks up he's like hey can you make me a blah blah he's like coming right up baby coming right up yeah made to order somebody <laughs> walks up to our food truck and you just all you ask him is what have you dreamed up we'll make it happen right here right now and we make choice kin them motherfuckers if we need them. <laughs> Get out front of the truck and skin these taters, boy. <laughs> now, what's the what's the uh, price point on these baked potatoes? Uh, see, I think that's something that Tr- Troy's going to have to answer. Okay, that's, I mean, we could you can set of our a price. lane there. We're out of our lane. You there. can go get. I'm not talking the little potatoes you buy. Got to be the big set, ones, the big boys yeah. for probably a dollar and ten cents. Yeah, you turn around and sell one for three ninety nine. Fuck you. Dude, you are underselling your shit. There he goes again. He always undersells himself. A big ass potato with everything on it, you can sell that shit for seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine all fucking day out of a food truck. I think he's right. You okay. can. All right. Especially with, especially with how how handcrafted and how good they're going. But be. Yeah. you you want them to show up, buy your product, and think, damn, that was the best <laughs> baked potato or sweet potato I've ever tasted. Put in my mouth. I want to know who these guys are. You don't want to overprice it off the rip that's fine to when they think oh shit that was a good potato but that wasn't eight dollars good i hear what you're saying for everybody the first time they order off of us we give them a coupon with their food buy one get one free next time that's that's pretty cool or at least half off buy one get one appreciate your service come on back come on back do business with us again i like that now dg what's your go-to out of a food truck the thing that i do best is breakfast so okay. if I'm if I'm running the show, it's it's going to need something breakfast related. It's going to be need, need to be eggs and bacon and hash browns and home fries and you know sausage and all that stuff. Like anything, any breakfast food you can put on a flat top grill. Okay. Now, if it's breakfast, now do what, you think we should get our own chickens? 
That was that would so be we're smart. using our own eggs. Yeah, that we would need be to get, smart. We need to get a couple of roosters and too. a big cock. Yeah, and we just let them. We just let them hang out by the trailer. People come over, look at the chickens, <laughs> look at the rooster. Hey, let me get something to eat while I'm over here yeah. at the petting zoo. Now, DG, you mentioned you know the eggs, the bacon, sausage, everything. What's your go-to? I, I make good eggs. Okay. Uh, my personal scrambled eggs that I make, I've been told they're pretty damn good. Uh, I can do sausage. I can do bacon. I can do toast. Toast is an easy one. I can do. I can make uh, sausage gravy if you want. I can bake biscuits if you want. I mean, that's probably not a food truck thing, but um, I make a damn good homemade waffle. I make a damn good pancake. Homemade waffle? Yes, I make a homemade waffle. We got a waffle iron. I mix our own batter. Really? Pour it in there. We, yeah, yeah. We have homemade waffles a lot in my house. What goes into a homemade waffle? Well, you can get, you know, just, pan, you know, pancake flour from the store. Or so is can, that really homemade? In my opinion, it is because you're the one that's grilling it. Okay. It's not It's not Eggos. Okay. Eggos is not homemade. Wait a second. It's Eggos? I thought it was Legos. Whatever. No, it's Ego. Is it, it Ego? It was Lego, my Ego was the slogan. Oh, fuck. Anyway, breakfast. So what's your what's your number one item going to be? Eggs. We're going to have eggs the, is what we're I going to have best. the best scrambled eggs, either scrambled sunny side up or anything. Um, I think if you're going to do only, eggs, you got to be do, able to do sunny side. I can up. only do scrambled. Sorry, well, sorry, not- sir. Sorry, man. <laughs> you want over easy? There's a great food truck on down the midway. Take your ass to Bob Evans. It's only scrambled here. I stick my head out the window. Hey, everybody! It's only scrambled eggs here. That's it. If you want any other kind of eggs, go to the next one. What do you think about this? We get our fresh eggs off the farm we also buy some sausage patties off the farm cut at a butcher local butcher and we make the sausage egg and cheese with the bacon on top with the toast the white toast to make a sandwich and you could throw lettuce you can throw pickle mayo hot sauce whatever you want on it but i think we need to have like buck said he's got the go-to he's got one item that he's going after what is going to be like the big mac the whopper i think you need something as that number one on your menu, when someone walks up to that window, they're like, I want that. That's your go-to. Give it to me. What is it? The Sipinator. And is that going to be a big sandwich like I just... It's going to be pretty big. Okay. Yep. All right. We're Three layer sandwich. We're going to charge nine bucks for it. Okay. It's going to be pretty big. Dude. Eight ninety nine. There's going to be a lot of calories Eight. there. All right. Clay's Cookout. When you go down the food trucks, you really, really don't see like cookout food. You see everybody trying to get fancy with their food trucks. Me, keep it simple. Get you a propane grill inside, you know, whatever, the four burner, the five burner, whatever it is. And you throw on the not frozen patties. These are all fresh, handmade patties, the thick ones. Maybe we could introduce some chopped onion in between the meat. So you got chopped onion inside the hamburger. Keep talking to me, man. Keep, then, keep then, going. Then you Throw melt some other special shit in there. Then you then you melt. You got some. You got to have some kind of seasoning on that burger to make it different than anything else that someone's tasted. They're, they make them want to come back. And then throw a foot long on the freaking grill. And then we got the sausage or not the sausage, the coney sauce, the cheese, the onion, sour, the jalapeno, sauerkraut, some sauerkraut, anything, anything that you can cook on the grill that's quick and easy. We're mainly going to be known for our hamburgers, our coney dogs, and our bratwurst. Nope, and we're no. not going to skimp on the bratwurst either. They're going to be the big fat motherfuckers. And they're going to be good. I like it. And then for the side, 
All you need is just seasoned fries. You want fries or you want chips? I drafted it last week in my fried food draft. The fresh cut chips, there's potatoes for us. You can either get chips or you get the seasoned fries. What do you want? The dark fries. Now, I just want to clarify here because I feel like this is key. The, the fries versus the chips. I listened to the last last episode. Yeah. I still I had trouble knowing when you guys said chips if you're talking about like Saratoga chips. I'm not sure what those are. Like they're really they're they're like homemade potato chips. They're very thin sliced. Yes. I'm not talking about Those are Saratoga chips. Chips to me is like buffalo chips at Buffalo Wild Wings. Those ones are like Nope. I don't know like four four quarters wide. Saratogas. Saratogas. You ever eat at the Rusty Cake? Yeah. Oh yeah, their chips. Yes, that's I love what I'm them. talking about. Love them. That's what my special would I be. I think that's easy. You want? We can do the. We could do oh, the yeah. fries. You know, how how would you cook your fries? Would you just deep fry? Oh them? yeah, deep fry, baby. Okay. Right. Uh, we would yeah, have I mean, deep fryers on got, board. You got two deep fry yep. baskets. One's chips. One's fries. What but, do you want? Yeah, and they're always fresh cooked. They're always fresh. Fresh to order. Them things. Them things only take two minutes, if that. And again, to be clear, who's going to be cutting the potatoes? It's got to be Troy. It's okay. Troy. Thank you. So Clay's cookout, and I think our special would be our hamburgers with the the uh, onions mixed in the meat with a special seasoning. And you can, I'm not going to charge you any more for toppings. That's where you know if you go to restaurants, I mean they might charge you for toppings, seventy five cents here, twenty five cents here. You come to Clay's cookout, you can get anything on the some bitch for free, as long as you. But if you get your hamburger plain, it's going to cost the same. My meal, ten ninety nine, you get. Any you get your hamburger, the big hamburger, anything on it, fries or chips, and a can of pop for ten ninety nine. Walk on out. And if you I know there's a lot of people out there who eat out every day for lunch. I guarantee my meal will be way better than that Big Mac you pay ten bucks for at McDonald's. You want to maybe throw a little sweet sweet to them? Something something small for dessert, maybe a bite sized three musketeers. Homemade cookies. You get a cookie with your meal as well. For ten ninety nine, one cookie, fries, hamburger, can of pop, ten ninety nine. Out the door you go. That, you you can't, can't beat that. For carnival food, you can't. You beat can't that. beat that. That's going to be a thick burger too. I know you. You're not going to slide. Hell no. Meat. You're not going. Hell to... no. It's going to be a fat some bitch. Yeah. Buck, what do you think about the cookout? I know you can grill food. I know you can do it. I think it's a great. I mean, it's you don't, simple. You don't see it. You don't. And it is very simple. And what do most guys like to do? I mean, people. In general, grill out, and sometimes you don't have that time. And I know sometimes after I get done mowing the yard and shit, I don't feel like lighting up the grill, so I could just walk down to the local Clay's Cookout and get a nice hearty meal for ten ninety nine. Yeah, I think I think it's a good idea, man. What are you calling? Do you have a name for the meal, or do you have a name for your signature burger? I mean, it's got to be something with Rolski in it, right? The Rolski. Yeah, just say, I want the Rolski. No problem, coming right up. That's it. Love it. What do you think? What do you think? What's Troy's favorite foods? What does he like to cook? What do you think his truck would be? Something exotic. I, it's 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 so hard to tell with him. I know. I could say like you know, he, he, I could call him right now and say, hey, what you been what you been cooking this past week? He could say pork loin. He could say shrimp scampi. He could say. I mean, there's just no telling with him, dude. I, that text that text thread last night. That first picture he sent was daylight. I mean, there was a lot of sun left. And then he texted back the next picture, and it was pitch black dark. It was three hours later, and he was still outside drinking by that fire. How many cups of whiskey do you think he had last I'll night? I'll bet he had, like, 
Had to be three or four. Four or five. Yeah. yeah. I can kind of tell by his text he was getting a little tuned up. God, Troy. But, I mean, in his defense, dude, that I would have loved to be back there. Hey, that's a nice patio. He's, he's got a got. nice setup, man. Yeah, he's he sure that, does. That high perch overlooking the yard with the little that little bonfire in a barrel thing. Mm. Good drinking weather. So, to be determined on the food truck, we'll get Troy's thoughts, and then uh, I guess we'll go from there. Let's move on to the text this week. This one's from Nate. What's up, guys? I was listening to the last episode where you were talking about people striking up an awkward conversation in public. In some cases, the podcast makes people think that they know you better than they actually do. In my case, I know most of your parents better than I know you guys. I know you well enough to nod or say what's up in the shortstop, but not well enough to strike up a conversation like we're old pals. But because of the podcast, I've heard about your hemorrhoids for the last year, a bunch, and a bunch of other embarrassing stories, so I feel like I know you better than I do. But don't worry, I won't hit you up at Kroger's when you're hungover. Keep them coming. I like it. That's a great text. That guy knows what's up. Yeah. He knows what's up. I would like for him to come up and strike a conversation with me. I'm not going to turn him down. No. I love it. Here's the thing. That's never happened Here's the thing. We were talking about semi-strangers. Any fan or listener of this show, you're not a semi-stranger. You're a listener and we love you. I'm glad so you said that. So if you want to come up to me in Kroger's, I could be crawling on all fours, puking down the cereal aisle at Kroger's. Come pick me up, give me a bottle of water, and let's strike up a conversation about this fucking podcast, Nate. I'm being serious. Anybody out there, if you ever see me in public, tell me what you like about the podcast because we love to talk about it. What if they just tell you what they hate about it? Fine. Like same, same. I mean, you heard same. the voicemail last week. We were begging for voicemails, and the guy said, "Cancel the podcast." Whatever. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. If uh, you want to talk podcast, let's talk podcasting. But what I'm saying is, don't come up and start up a conversation about three years ago when I was playing basketball against your son or something. You know, like, come on. Let's let's just that's, that's let's reaching. keep let's keep it moving. You yeah, know what I mean? That's, reaching, that's what I was talking about in that you know that cancel corner. Next up, fried fish as a leftover is banging if you have an air fryer. When I seen this text, I'm like, hmm, I've never thought of that. I haven't either. But air fryers are huge right now. Everybody's got one. If you don't, you should have one because they're badass. But perch in an air fryer, DG, the next day, what do you think? I think that what what that'll do is it'll crisp up the outside. And it won't be soggy anymore from sitting around. But I think you're probably your fish is going to get a little overcooked. So if you like your fish just a little bit tougher, but you still want that crisp, yeah, give it a shot. I like my fish crispy, though. I, I do don't too. want it soft. I will sacrifice a crispy outside if the middle is a little bit overdone. I'll take that all day, every day over a soggy, soggy yeah. fish. Buck, what about you? You like, you like perch? Yeah, there's nothing worse that I don't think on a fish sandwich than the breading being soggy or wet. Yeah. So if you can toss it in the air fryer for, say, three minutes, and I have a reheat button on mine. So it doesn't necessarily fry it, but yeah. it just warms it up and crisps it. It's crisps. Okay. Little. So it's almost perfect. But yeah, leftover fresh in a fish fryer, A+. Plus. Okay. That's, that's a, that's I'm going to try that's that. That's a pro tip right there. Yeah, it sure is. Am I the only one that thinks every year when Bush Light switches to the farmer's can, the beer tastes flat and like shit? That's the only bad thing about summer. And you know what's funny about this text? 
I believe this text came in over Memorial Day weekend when the farming beer just came out like the week prior. And I drank my first beer that weekend. Big Red drank one as well. Mr. Roush had, had one too. And he said, does this beer taste weird to you guys? Roush said that. And, you know, once he said it, I wasn't going to say anything because beer's beer, whatever. I'll drink it. I bought a 30 rack. But there is, there is a little something different about it. And I agree with this guy. There's something different about it because, you know, a guy who drinks Bush Light all the time, he actually brought it up and said, hey, this, this beer tastes weird. What do you guys think? And, you know, once I started thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? There is something weird about this. But I'm not going to waste it. We're going to drink them. And we did. But the farming cans, they're different. Why do you think that is? I don't know, man. I just don't know. You think they use a different kind of like a aluminum product? It's possible. To, to, possible. to make that design? I think it has more to, not, not so much to do with that and more to do with when those things were actually produced and how long they've been sitting around. You're probably right. Also, I was kind of thinking as you were saying that, you know, you hear about a lot of shipping issues these days. Um, what... Well, what am I trying to say? Like uh, supply chain issues. Yeah. 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 So who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe those things have been sitting out in a barge in the middle of a lake and couldn't pour it or something like that. You know, maybe they maybe they got warm and then they had to stick them back in the fridge once they got to the plant or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. To, it's hard to say. Me personally, I've only had like two of them. So I, I couldn't tell the difference, but I'm not a bush like connoisseur like you like you are. Right. What a punishment, fellas. Thoughts on this. What do we think is other bad punishments for losing a fantasy football league? So he sent in a picture. And this guy here, it was on Twitter. I had to let the champ of my fantasy league bang my wife for for me finishing in last place. The commissioner made me watch. Oh, my God. There's no way that's real. That's what it says. There's no way that's real. That's got to be like a, a prison Fantasy football league or something. That's what it says. That's what it says right there. This guy replied to Adam Schefter about fantasy football, and he said, you're out of touch on this. This guy, (laughs) this champ had to beg his wife. Seriously, he had to watch. So, I mean, you know, the last this past year we had a a devil sucker the loser was supposed to suck on, but the loser never came forward. So that kind of went to hell. But, Buck. I mean, what do you think? I always like the tattoo idea. I mean, it's just get something fun on your ass and be done with it. You're never going to see it. Just let it go. I think that's fun. But I think that's original nowadays. And I also like going to a busy street and holding up a sign saying, I fucking suck at fantasy football. That's a good one. Just Or something stupid like that. Just, I suck at fantasy. Just hold it. You got to sit out there all day. Eight hours. Sit out there on the corner. And people honking at you. Yeah, in your lawn chair. You. In your lawn chair. Yeah. Pack your lunch, buddy. You're going to be there all day. I like that. I like that a lot. Your buddies could stop by and, like, you know, watch oh, yeah. you and, like, make fun of Pull you. Pull up on a super soaker with a super soaker and oh, just yeah. spray his ass. You can't go anywhere. Can't you... go anywhere. That's a good one. That's probably my favorite. Okay. The best shorts you could ever wear are at Mojo right across from Old Canal Steakhouse. Trust me on this. We're talking about the short shorts, trying to find shorts that we like. A few episodes back, the chubs. Yeah, do you like short? Do you like short? Are you into the short shit? Now? I have I have one pair of short swim trunks. I I have, but they're not my favorite. I mean, I've I've only got three pair of the new like Nike that come up above the knee, and I don't I don't mind them. But I mean, I usually wear the long stuff. 
But th- like I said, you can't find these anymore, so I don't know what the hell I'm uh, going to do. I like wearing the short ones just for I don't have the longest legs. And I feel like if I wear a pair of long shorts. Go down to your ankles. My legs look short. I've so heard, if, you, if I, you pull them up, yeah. they look a little longer. I follow this dude on TikTok, and he and he's a smaller guy too. And he said, yeah, that's a, that's a short guy pro tip. If you want to look taller than you actually are, short shorts. Short, the short shorts are the way to go. I'll be damned. What's up, fellas? Justin here. Just wanted to comment about the shorts. An inch or so above the knee, I'm cool with. But my 15-year-old is more with JG. All of his basketball team rolls their waist three or four times to make them shorter. He says he doesn't like them touching his knee. Just a comfort thing, I guess. As always, great job. Oh, and one more thing. I'm a plus 30-second guy on the microwave, but it pisses me off when someone leaves time still on there after they are done. Pisses him off. Pisses him off. So if you take out your food and you're still a few seconds or maybe 30 seconds, 35 seconds left on the clock, you best clear that shit or Justin's going to have your ass. That's bullshit. That's bullshit when you got to hit that clear button now before or, you start your stuff. Do you stuff. get pissed off when that shit happens? No, not not too much. I might say something if it's a coworker and they had their shit in before me and they just took to it out on too early. I just say, "Hey, what what is this shit? Where's your workplace etiquette? You know, you know better than this." I might say something, but like, you'd never say anything I don't to your really, wife. I don't, no, I don't really care. Yeah. No, I don't really care either. What about you, Buck? You ever get pissed off about your microwave? I mean, I've never had an argument or bitch slap my microwave because there was a couple of seconds left yeah. on it from the previous user, but. If there's three or four seconds, just let that bitch run off. Yeah, I mean. What's wrong with cooking it for four more seconds? But if there's a minute or so on there, you know what? I can deal with it. Okay. Just hit the clear button. Some some people are weird, though, about their microwaves. They think three seconds might be the difference between done and medium well. Some people are weird about their microwaves when you were just talking about fucking yours for 30 minutes. Hey, I didn't. It's not like that between me and him. It is not like that. It's more like like a neighbor like a neighborly thing. Like he's my older neighbor that I, you okay. know, have a, a weird relationship with. Okay. Talking about dramatic officials, there's a wrestling official that really gets into the signals and puts on quite the show. He will dramatically slide across the mat onto his belly and is really enthusiastic about his signals. It's entertaining to watch. I love when he is at the meet because a wrestling meet is an all-day event and there isn't always a kid on the mat that you know, so in those down moments, I watch that ref. Rolski, please be a ref for the crowd's sake. I think you could up crowd attendance. People would come just to watch you officiate. I agree. I agree, but like people are going to figure out real quick it's going to be the ref show. So you're going to be like, no, this is, that's a, that's a double bladed sword there. Cause like people are going to love you for the entertainment value you bring to the game, but they're going to hate you because you know, you're just out there trying to be a jackass. I wouldn't be a bad ref though. No, I agree. If you played it like we know you, so it's going to be tough to see you in stripes and take you seriously. I know. All right. But for most people that don't know you, I do. I think you'd be a, a, a great official. I think so too, but I just can't see myself wearing the stripes. Ever. It's, it's not an easy job. No. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. That's where we put most of our content. All the video content goes on Instagram. All of our best shit's on Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, download it and then follow us. Twitter, there's a bunch of bullshit on there if you want to go there. Facebook's for the old crowd. Other than that, we're about to record a part two. We're all going to be back for next week's episode. 
we will uh, catch you guys then. Well, the Warriors down 2-1. Yeah, yeah. You giving them a shot? Oh, yeah. Game seven at home. Warriors in seven. Warriors in seven. You hey, heard it here first. What do you think about Troy having a seafood shrimp truck? Crab legs, maybe? Sounds like a great idea. Okay.